Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. And I'm L'Oreal here joined by my beautiful friend, Claudia Jordan. Hey, Claudia. What's up, friend? I'm sad we keep missing each other. We are like two ships passing in the night. Maybe we're the same person, so we can't be in the same place at the same time. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That could be something, too. So every time I'm in a state, you're in the state like the week after and vice versa. It feels like one of us is avoiding the other one. That's what it feels like to me is what I'm starting to feel like. Because somebody told me when you see me, you was going to slap me. So now I (laughs) can't. Well, I'm going to bully the bully. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please don't do that. But we are going to undress a lot of things this week. Obviously, it got got crazy these past couple of weeks and couple of days, I should say. And uh, you know what I've been seeing a lot of really what? quickly? We're not going to talk about it, but I have to briefly mention it. And that's the SWV escape fiasco Girl. mixed with Tamar Bryce. It's all kind of messiness going on. And I tried to avoid talking about it all together because I knew that it was a ploy for the Bravo show that Escape and SWV got going on. But I didn't get involved, okay, until they started talking about who should be the headliner for the tour. What do you think? Come on now. What the hell is Escape going to perform after SWV does Week? Just kicking it. Escape got hits. They both got hits. Week will wipe out all of that human nature. Would wipe out all of that. I I think we need a versus with them, too. I think I think they are equally yoked. But wait, they did a versus. Did they? Oh, where I been? They did a versus. I didn't watch it. But I will say this. Coco will take on anybody in that damn group and by herself. And and no disrespect to the other women. I'm going to say it and I'm going to end on that. There's no song for Escape to perform after week. That won't have everybody walking out of the venue. I don't know, L'Oreal. I don't know. I would have rather see like SWV versus Total even. Because then if you you talk about Can't You See and Kissing You. But how many songs do have, my friend? You're talking about I'm So Into You. You're talking (laughs) about Right Here. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. For the listeners... She's Googling right now. You ain't coming up the dome with this. I'm not Googling. We had this argument earlier, (laughs) and I just want to make sure that I'm clear on every show that I'm on that Escape cannot touch a candle to SWV. So you're not Team Escape on the – how about on the reality show? How do you like how they're coming off? Okay, so on the reality show – they have more experience. Candy with the housewives, tiny with the family hustle. So when it comes to that kind of stuff, like they know how to create the storylines. That's why the sisters are stealing from each other. Like SWV, they saved. Okay. Mm. Coco is a saved woman. She's not getting into the drama with them. She don't care who headlines. I like them both. I really, I really am. A, I like Lily. I like a lot. And me and her talk sometimes. I think she's Lili's crazy. I like all of them, actually, Yeah, you know, but um, I think it was a brilliant idea to have these two on a show because everyone is talking about them. They are trending every single week, every single day. And I think I hope they are just playing us all and it's just going to be a big tour. But I will say this, SWV, I think, what they sell, like 30 million records? 
I it's, don't know. I'm not gonna lie, but they I bought probably about 30 million of them. <laughs> Cause I I'm I don't know. Maybe that's me growing up in New York. Like I'm definitely a SWV fan, 110. percent My mother did play the escape and all that stuff. I just didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm team SWV. So here's the verses right here. Me and you. Your team escaped clearly because you're my little secret. You was in the video, right? No, uh, my, <laughs> my ex was. My I'm ex was, and it turned you. out he had a whole bunch of secrets. So, <laughs> <laughs> was it nothing little about that? But okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. Uh, how long you should know your partner until you get married? When is it too soon to pop the question? When is the amount of time you should wait before you get married? And are more women starting to embrace their natural body? They're saying BBLs are dead. Nobody wants to see those anymore. And Black China and other people, they're opening up about reversing their plastic surgery. Do you feel like this will be a trend with women accepting their natural bodies? And then also we have our special guest that always joins us, right? Miss Lawrence is coming through, going to give us the tea and let us know what we should be looking like, what we should be buying, what's hot, what's popping, what's trending, all the things you can get at Macy's. And also, we're going to get all up in L'Oreal's business because we know how we do. We can get up in them DMs, see what these fellas and these ladies, because she does get hit on by a lot of ladies. Lord. Hey. It's, it's getting back to normal, Claudia. I'm really starting to, yes, I'm starting to enjoy the DMs again. They're getting funny. They're getting spicy. People are sending voice notes. Some of them I don't want to play because uh, people get a little personal in the voice notes, and I don't want to put anybody on blast. But I like the funny ones. We love the funny ones. So keep them coming in. And, uh, of course, we have to talk about our favorite, our favorite place to go shopping. I actually just blew a ton of money at Macy's. And it blew in a good way because now I got, you know, I'm ready for the warm weather that is soon come, hopefully. Is it soon coming? Well, I, I hope you're buying bathing suits and cover-ups and everything for my birthday trip to Aruba. And I hope oh my God, yes. you there. Yes, I'm just hoping that there isn't a small conflict in the battle of the birthdays. But excuse me, I know who else's birthday is the same week as mine. Oh, God, if you only knew what I'm going through with uh, with this struggle, I might have to spend half of your birthday in Aruba and half of your birthday in Jamaica. But we shall see. It's close. Yeah, that well, that's the good thing. That's the good thing. Allen Hoppin over here. But, you know, Macy's, you can own your beauty, own your style. Macy's VIP sale has arrived just in time to get you everything you need to refresh your wardrobe just in time for spring from March 24th to the 2nd. So, listen, that's tomorrow. You get an extra 30% off regular sale and clearance items. Of course, I just bought everything two days ago, so I don't get the, the 30%. You keep missing, just like how you miss me, you're missing the sales. And clearly, I'm not aligned with my numbers, but you know what? There was a couple things that I did want to get that I was like, uh, is that in the budget? And you know what? With 30% off, it absolutely is. So, uh, like I said, that's on regular sale clearance items plus 15% off beauty. That's an extra 30% off pretty much everything in the store except for everything I bought two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go get your discount that you didn't get. Well, thanks a lot. Clothing, <laughs> shoes, and handbags, home decor, and appliances, which is dope because 
you know, Macy's, it has everything covered. You can check it out at Macy's.com. There are some exclusions that apply. All you got to do is see Macy's.com for details. But who doesn't like to be a VIP at Macy's? Listen, I just moved into a new house. I, I'm going to have a housewarming. Y'all can go down to the Macy's, give me some comforters. I need some new pots and pans. I need some new plates. I need glasses. I need all that home. They have good comforters at Macy's too. Real good stuff. Yes, and that's what I'm going to work on, my spring comforter. Because you know the winter one is a little heavier. You got to mm-hmm. get the lighter one that's mm-hmm. cool for the air. And um, yeah, so let's get into the rest of the show. I have a question for you, right? Mm -hmm. How long do you think you should wait before you pop the big question? Well, or before it's popped to you, because do women, I don't know. How do you even feel about that? Women popping the question and situation. I think that's so whack. It it won't be me. (laughs) It will not be me. I'm not asking no dude to marry me. I'm not getting down on one knee because you feel like he might say yes because out of pity for you. Like, get your pathetic ass up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't get that that. either. I don't. I can't, I could never propose to somebody. I couldn't see that. I do a lot in relationships, but I won't do that. (laughs) Yes, no way. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. And then they put it on social media and they be looking like clap. Well, I'm sorry, ladies, I do it, but I'm not with it. I just feel like what if, like, this is probably how guys feel for real, too. But it's like, yo, what if that ass he says no? <laughs> like, I seen it. I seen guys on online. They The girl had it all set up and the guy's like, get up, get up. Like, uh, no. uh, not get up. Friends. Well, okay. There's some congratulations in order for Tamar Braxton and Evelyn Lozada, who have announced they are engaged to the finalists that they met on their show with Nivea called Queen's Court. Does this mean that Nivea didn't find hers because they didn't say three people were engaged? Right. Yeah. I, really I think like she... Nivea. I wish it was three. People. But two out of three is that's pretty good. I don't know. These people have been engaged numerous times before, so I don't know how (laughs) I feel about that. And it's no shit, because I I think Tamar, she was actually one of my favorite reality TV stars. I I watched the Braxtons. But I feel like she's been, she's a vet at this storyline game. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that she doesn't love the white man that she's engaged to right now. All I'm saying is he's just out of nowhere for me because we haven't seen the show yet. Mm-hmm. So maybe once I see the show, I'll believe a little more. I was surprised you got with the white guy. Why? I just I just didn't see that for her. You know what I mean? I mean, like, they, what did you see? Look at Vince. What are you saying about Vince? I mean, Vince, I wouldn't have looked at her. To me, she's like the one of the prettier sisters. Are you saying you wouldn't let Vince smash if he was single? Mm-mm, I'm not into big guys. Like, <laughs> listen, neither. even when I gained a little couple pounds, I still wasn't with a big guy. Like, I... Like, I knew I needed to lose weight. So ain't no way I'm about to add and join more weight to me. I just, right. It's not attractive to me. And, um, and, and, so, and for the people that are sensitive out there, you have every right to say that. Yeah, okay. to each its own. I've always, um, I've been into more of the athletic type bodies throughout my life. And um, even like, if I, like, I seen one of my exes and I'm like, oh, you got fat. 
Like I, you know, I'll I'll point it out just like they would do with us. Okay. Don't you love it when the ex that like was like broke your heart or whatever when they fall off? I love it. Yes. They, like, everybody I... falls off when they no longer have me. So uh, <laughs> the two men from Queens Court are called Jeremy J.R. Robinson mm -hmm. and Levon Lewis. So they proposed after roughly six months of knowing the two women. And uh, they are happy. They're in love. But do you think six months of knowing somebody is long enough for you to be willing to marry them? You've okay. been married before. I have. I and, and it was only a couple months and he couldn't help himself. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> OK, the older you get, I think you don't need to wait. Because you know, we, we, I, I don't got that much time left anymore. <laughs> so we don't got to wait. I, I don't have two, three, four years to wait on someone. Like if I want to marry someone, like I'm not, I, I already got one foot in the grave. I'm halfway there. I'm more than No, my there. God, Claudia, please. I hate when you talk like I'm that. not trying to be 110. I want to look cute at my funeral. I'm saying I'm not trying to be 105. I'm not. So I realize where I am. Like I probably have about 25, 30 summers left. So we ain't gonna oh wait five Lord. of them waiting. Why do you it's say this. It's stuff? the truth. I I'm a realist, Loria. Like I, you know, I'm 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 a realist. So say I live. You have a lot more than thirty summers. First of all, the person I'm looking at look like you're gonna live to at least one twenty. Oh my god, I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to be in that. That's too long. So Can't okay, up. So my knees are gonna be bad. My hip already hurts. No, thank you. So six I'm, months is okay. I would do six months because that's like the. the I mean. I'm also a reckless Aries that kind of just <laughs> don't really, I think about things after, like I do it first and then I'm like, damn, I should have done that or damn. You know what I mean? So I'm, yeah. I'm, I think that's what, that's the peak romantic time. It's fun. I totally understand how people will get caught up after six months. Now, when you're younger, I think you should take more time. When you're older, you ain't got as much time. So go ahead and so marry what someone. What do you mean by younger though? Like where, at what age do you start saying F it, we could get married in two months? 35. <laughs> <laughs> I think I might kind of agree with you. Yeah. I think like, cause you make better decisions once you're older. Sometimes we don't, sometimes we make stupid decisions anyway, but Present. who cares? Yeah. I mean, you really only live once. And I, if anything, I should say after six months, if you don't feel like you're in love with the person, you should move the hell on. A guy told me that once he said, I'll know after six months, whether or not I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then he proposes somebody else. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. But um, I think I know he, who you're talking about. <laughs> it was when I was living in Atlanta. Yeah, I know. And then he yeah. cheated on her. But, but with but in your defense, he was already dealing with that girl before. Long time, mistress. On and off. Yeah, yes, I didn't know that. So those are the stragglers that stay along and around. But to me, I look at that as that's a guy that wants to treat somebody however he wants to treat her. And he knows that she's going to stick around because she stuck around through all the BS already. Louis, so you, know a lot of, you know a lot of my business. I've, I really realize. And how you've much never I heard any of it. So for, which is so crazy because if anybody is say, this girl talks too much or no. whatever, whatever, you've never heard none of your business no. reiterated on the street. Exactly. You have a good memory. And that definitely would have been a story. See, look at that. Now let's talk about bride.com. Okay. So they said, while responses are clearly varied, data supports that the average length of a relationship before marriage is between two and five years. Definitely. So mm. being older doesn't mean anything because people are still waiting. So you wouldn't wait long for somebody to ask to marry you. I broke up with my, my last like, you know, relationship yeah. my boyfriend because we were at three years and I was like, I, I don't want to go into 50 still being your girlfriend. Like, I just thought that was whack. I was like, I want to, you know, 
And I said, maybe if you don't know after three years, maybe that there's someone else out there that's better for you and better yeah. for me. And it, we're still the best of friends. Um, I think I want to say something that's probably going to sound racist, but whatever, I'm going to go ahead and take a stab <laughs> at this. Uh, the two to five year thing, the five year part is because of black men. They will make you wait so damn long and prove and jump through so many hoops. And this is not everybody. So don't all everybody get offended. But I've known a lot of in our culture, it seems like we have to prove ourselves so long to our brothers. Like there, there's a little bit more fear of getting married. And we're paying for what other people have done to them or other relationships the that they've been through. And it really sucks because they know that they have things that are going on and they don't want to get the help because they just look at it like, well, like I've heard a lot of black men use the term or terms like relationships are bullshit or marriage is fake or mm. marriage is for the government. The, the white and man it, created The it. white man created marriage. <laughs> and it's like, um, I remember us, as uh, our ancestors jumping over brooms and creating ceremonies to show our love for each other because we weren't allowed to. So I don't know what white man created it that they believe, but this is something that we love is love, man. And I don't know why people are so scared. I know that it can hurt you, but then get a damn divorce, move on and find someone else like the. I mean, through the eyes of God, I don't want to be in and out of different marriages. But, like, it's also not godly to not love thy neighbor. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just give give people a chance. Give yourself a chance to love instead of just being like, all oh, this is like this and all marriages are going to end because of this. It's, it's so sad. I was talking to this guy about this, a friend of mine, about men versus women when it comes to getting our heart breaking, broken. And it seems like with men... And again, I know I'm generalizing, so bear with me. A man can get his heart broken one time in like the ninth grade. And it's basically That's F it. everybody else for the rest of my life. No, you know, F I, every woman, because every they'll woman. still be cool with men. Men can rob them, beat them up, shoot them, but they, they'll hold against us. And, 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 and you're getting blamed by, for what some teenager did to your guy in 11th grade. And, and I'm not, this is not like... I'm not being sarcastic or I'm not being facetious no. here. It's really, I've heard this Real. multiple times. And this guy that I told that to, a friend of mine, he started laughing and he's like, he's a comedian. He's like, I'm going to use, like, I'm going to talk about that. I go, you should. Because we women, most women, we've been getting our heart broken every summer since we turned 18. You know what I mean? Like we go Every guy heart, like, we talk to. Every, everyone <laughs> that didn't marry us, we, oh, not with now, has broke, pretty much broken our heart for the most part. And it's like we somehow find the strength to get back on the horse, get back on the bike and try it again where the men aren't. And I, and I just wish, I, and listen, not to down our brothers. I know they've been through a lot and it's tough being a black man in America these days. It really is. But it's also tough being a black woman in America and not feeling like you are worthy of love from your black male counterparts. And and why do we have to jump through so many hoops and then you break up with us and you go marry the white girl after three months? Yeah. That's and whenever crazy. something happens, it'll <clears throat> it'll be like, okay, no one's perfect. No race, no woman, no man. But like if anything happens, like even with, with my situation when obviously what happened with the viral thing a couple weeks ago, people were like, well, this is exactly why black men don't date black women. And I'm like, what the hell does so that you're have to do You're responsible for all anything? the dysfunction. Yeah, and, and I'm like, first of all, it wasn't even true. Second of all, and I, I'm tired of talking about that, but what I'm saying behind that is, how the hell did you get that from that? Like, so now black men don't date black women because you believe something that wasn't true? Like, I'm, I'm so lost. It seems like people are just ready, sitting on go to attack black women for anything that anything. Like, and then it's like deflecting like things that happen in their lives. It's everything's your fault. 
everything is, is that's why I don't deal with sisters. Y'all got too much mouth. Y'all got too much this. Y'all got too much that. And it's just like, damn, to just put us all in a box. Imagine if we put all y'all in the boxes in a box, judging by the worst thing that one of y'all have done to us. You don't yeah. want that. It's not fair. It's not fair. And if you feel that strongly, you shouldn't be in a relationship. You need like, therapy. Don't, yeah, don't move on to the next woman. And to like, they'll always say, like, a guy will be like, come healed. You come healed. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wish more people would get into therapy. And I, for one, need to do it myself. And I want to. Because I recognize, listen, there's things in my life, you know, daddy issues or whatever. Father wasn't really around. And oh, hurt. You know, things that you just kind of put in the back burner so you can. Wait, I'm shocked. Them. You've never done therapy? No, I never did. I, I called really? one recently uh, and I was like, you know, I need to start facing, you know, like the things that like why you be in your patterns or why you're a certain way. And I definitely should. You know, I've, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life and yeah. it's given me a sense of humor, but it's also made me be. Um, uh, you're laughing at your pain, though. Yeah, most, yeah I, do I don't that. put myself first a lot of times. A lot of times we put in everybody else first and then I feel it. And then I'm like feeling empty and then they're feeling full and I'm over here suffering. They have no idea. That's definitely, uh, well, I started therapy a couple months ago and, um, you know, I'm still getting the hang of it because it's not nothing where it's just like, as soon as you start, now you're, mm -hmm. you're healed. But I, I do think when you have someone to talk to about things that you may be thinking that you're not even thinking about, like, I don't even know how to explain it. it you subconsciously do things. Yeah, you start kind of solving your own stuff even. Like when mm -hmm. like when I'm talking to the, the therapist, sometimes I'm talking and she'll lead me to say something or like push me to it. And I'll be like, oh, that's probably why X, Y, Z, Z, Y, A. So you start because you have common sense. So you will be able to figure out. So you're not like like where are those people that, yeah, we need work, but we have the common sense to be like, damn, mm -hmm. it's simple as this. But I never looked at it like that. You know what I mean? So that that's what a therapist to me is. Helps you look at things from other angles, but it helps it helps you. And I definitely think it's something you should look into. Oh, I have and, to. Yeah, yeah. And a it's not always your first. Sorry. A lot, a lot of us have been um, harmed and didn't even realize it by narcissists. And it's more and more common. And narcissistic abuse is very damaging. And you don't realize it until later. You're like, damn, that person really did a number Yo, because they make you doubt your whole reality. And I know this segment isn't about that, but I'm glad we're talking about it. It's someone that can make you doubt your truth, like your reality, things that you know were a fact. And now you're like, I don't know if that really happened because I believe this. I love this person. Yeah. And they're telling me it's not, the sky ain't blue. So maybe it's really not. Maybe I'm tripping. And it can really do a number on you. And I think people need to, and narcissistic abuse is real out there, y'all. It really, really is. And if you've been with one, give you, you know. Definitely get that therapy because. Yeah. And I'm telling you, once you break away, because I, I had this moment just the other day and it don't matter. I haven't been with this person for years, but the effect and I get it. That's why I do get it from the men where they're like, oh, well, she heard me in the fourth grade. I'm never having that happen again. And I understand to an extent because there is things that you travel on with you. You try not to affect it or have it affect the other person in a relationship, but what about you? It's still affecting you, right? Mm -hmm. So even though you're trying to hide from the other person that, yeah, I got some insecurities from my last relationship because this person did this. Yeah, I might flinch a little bit when you go to hug me because he punched me in my face. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. Like, they might not see it. We're trying to mask it. And that's that's the woman in us trying to be like the nurturers and trying mm -hmm. to protect and trying to, you know, hide certain things. But for the most part, you do have to get your own self right. Because even masking it 
and hiding it and trying to put that love on somebody else is worse because you're just burying in it smaller and smaller. And like I said, I, I looked at myself the other day and was like, you know, I went through X, Y, Z with this person and I'm this type of person. I'm very strong. How the hell did I allow this man to break me down to the point where he was allowed to put his hands on me, have me thinking certain things like, and me, this strong part, like I just, I couldn't understand where I was. And I think that's where I am in my journey. But like, where was I in my life that I even allowed this to happen? Like I, I almost was like, is, am I the same person? You gotta you gotta forgive yourself for letting that for you didn't let someone manipulate you. He manipulated you. You you, you didn't let them. They just did it. That's what they're yeah. good at. It's not your but, fault. But forgiving yourself, I don't know if that's the right thing for me mm -hmm. because I if I forgive myself, I look at that like I'm allowed to do it again because I made mm -hmm. a mistake and mistakes are you're able to make. I don't never want to do that again. Same, like yeah. I never want nobody to tap into my mind like that. And some people they they get tapped in to their mind so much that they start changing their self. So uh, they're saying that more women are beginning to embrace their natural bodies. Now, at one point in time, it was just the norm to see uh, a, a girl that looked like Kim Kardashian because she got all these surgeries or um, Black Chinas and the Nicki Minaj's with the butt injections. And that was that has started to become the new norm. And the women that didn't have the enhancements were the weird looking ones. And, you know, those are the ones not getting no shine. Well, Black China, she recently stated that she was getting her butt and breast reduced. And then she decided to get the silicone injections and in her lip and the fillers in her face removed as well. So other people have done this, like uh, Kay Michelle. My homegirl actually went through a few things because she had illegal butt shots and she had so many health issues. Also have others like Coyle Ray who have been embracing their body, uh, Glorilla. They said that they don't want to get plastic surgery. They're happy with who they are. Now, do you think it's getting to a point where more and more women are embracing their natural bodies? I certainly hope so, because I'm tired. I'm tired <laughs> of like, feeling inadequate with natural. Like the, the body that I was given is not good enough for y'all because you're used to seeing this extremely stacked person on social media mm -hmm. that paid thousands of dollars to look like that. And it's like, I, I remember, again, when I started in this business 20 some years ago, doing music videos and the women were so pretty, but they all, they, there was none of that. No one had implants and fillers and, and you may see a weave and some lashes. That's about it. Not even crazy with the lashes like it is now. And I really liked that. Like, I, I didn't realize how beautiful those girls were until I look at, like, what's out there now. Everyone looks the same. The same weave, the same body type, everything. And there's no originality. Like, I, I wanted to go back to that because – oh, real quick story. Me and my girl Aisha were down in the Virgin Islands, right, mm -hmm. on the beach. We were going for a walk. We see these two little girls. They had to be, like, five and six years old. They were stuffing their bikini, their bathing suit bottoms with sand to make a big, humongous butt, fake butt. <laughs> and I was like, these young island girls in this the Virgin Islands, five and six years old, are already thinking that their butt is not big enough. And I was like, what a sad day. That is super sad. And that's the influence that people put on each other. Like you said, it's to the point where everybody's wearing the same damn outfit, the same glasses. That's why I like, I like to be different when people are like, oh, you got that yellow hair. Yeah, anything that don't look like everybody else. Like, it's, it's 
frustrating to even see. It's annoying. Like, how? How? Why would you want to look like everybody? It's like attack of the damn clones. You and stand out so much now looking like yourself because everyone is looking like That's same. it. Because everyone, like you said, they have the same long weaves. They have the same body type, the same body shape. And like with me, I did. I have been struggling a lot through different things with, with my body and my weight because I gained a lot of weight. And then I uh, lost a lot of weight. And then I didn't, like, my breast size was just too big, I feel like, to fit my body. But that was my natural size. And I didn't want to get surgery, but that was the only option. And then the scars. And it's just, it's so many different things that people don't think of. The pain, like, my scars was hurting the other day. And I got my breast reduction over a year ago. But, like, it's, it, it is painful, I'm sure, especially with, like, Black China when you're putting illegal injections into your body as i said mm -hmm. i had a homegirl of mine who i tried to get her to document her journey because this was years ago she came to me and her hip was rotting wow rotting and a lot of these girls are going through that and they're not being open and honest about it and i don't know why because it's way <laughs> more dangerous than what you think i have friends that she went to go get lipo. This was her fourth round of lipo. She's a skinny girl. Not even this is a skinny girl. This is she's always been a skinny girl. She went for her fourth round of lipo to get like little pockets removed. And they go, I'm sorry, but that's not fat. That's silicone. It went through your body. Oh, so now she has silicone in her bloodstream. And until something happens, they can't even fix it because if they touch it or interact with it, it can kill her. And this is this is from you wanting to look like the next girl. This is from you wanting to have a big butt. Your people are risking their lives. People are dying on the operating table. And the people that are getting these surgeries and pushing and promoting out there that they're healthy and they're this and that, they're not saying you're not doing your homework. People like Cardi B, yes, she may be good. She also speaks Spanish. She's in Spanish-speaking countries. Maybe it's easier for her to find out who's board certified and stuff like that. But you, who's coming from nowhere in the middle of Mexico looking for a tummy tuck that don't even speak Spanish, how are you supposed to know? Most of these surgeons have nine, ten bodies on them, meaning mm -hmm. that they killed people. And you can find it by simply Googling, but because you don't know what you're looking for, you trust in the girl on Instagram who said he was good, who got paid or who got a free service. That part. And now you're dead or now your friend is dead because you done convinced her to go to DR with you. So I don't know. Look, love yourself. Do what makes you happy, whether it is surgery or what, but do your homework and be safe. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kiskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kiskali is right for you. Risking your life for a fat ass to me is insane, y'all. And the priorities, your credit be messed up, you share an apartment with several people, your teeth is messed up, but your priority is getting a butt so you can get that baller who's going to treat you like one of many. It's well, just like sometimes it's because they're bullied, though, too, Claudia. And what I mean by, like, online, like, people have said so many nasty things, like, about, like, me or my body type. Or, like, even when I'm trying to get myself, I'm in the gym every day eating healthy, doing. And people still saying stuff. And sometimes it does bother you when you 
you know, have certain issues. And yeah, I get it. You're not supposed to like, who cares, whatever the case. But sometimes you never know when it'll be that straw that breaks the camel's back. You know what I mean? I, I, I get it. I feel like with me personally, I feel like I'm the closest to perfect body wise that I like see for myself. I want to tone up a little more, but I'm, I'm as close as I'm very happy with how I look and people still say stuff. <laughs> I get told all the time how I need to get a BBL. I'm like, you must have me confused. Like I've always been on this natural thing. I have a little things here and there. I'll get some Botox on my forehead, which I need some more. Cause look, it's moving. But okay. like I'm, I'm, I'm at 50 years old. I'm gonna go get a BBL. Are you, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Like, it's not my priority. My priority is saving money and buying real estate and, and having amazing experiences. And if a man don't want me because I don't have a big fake butt, then that's not the man I want anyways. I'm giving you face and personality, okay? That's what you're getting from me. Listen, <laughs> I've definitely dealt with a guy or, matter of fact, I could think of two guys off the top of my head that has literally tried to convince me. Like, listen, I'll pay for whatever whatever and that's very toxic like yes. be careful yeah it's because a lot of these women look at it like well damn he is gonna pay for it so i might as well just pay for a down payment on my real estate do that listen do what makes you happy but just protect yourself and make sure again that it's safe do your homework with these surgeons okay. and don't go to mexico mm -mm. unless you're going for um bro marley house Okay, so we are going to welcome to the show our favorite and one of our favorite segments of the show, of course, Miss Lawrence. Please hey. help us out. Hey, Miss Lawrence, we got the VIP sale going on at Macy's. Yes. Um, a ton of things that we could do over at Macy's. It's spring. It's a different season. We're ready to be outside. And what can you tell us about this latest week and what we need to be looking out for? You know, so what I've noticed over the past couple of weeks as we're transitioning into spring is people trying to find that perfect, I guess, medium when it comes to your makeup, right? So a great makeup trend are the trends that I think are going to really take space um, this spring and summer. It's a really fresh face with a really good blush, heavy liner, a popping lash, and you know what's coming back? Remember the frosted lip from the 90s? My cousins and all them was doing like that gold frosted lip, or you might want to do a blue, a blue frosted lip, which is really cute for, the, uh, for this spring and summer. Uh, it's a great way to really pop at night without all the excessive heavy highlighter under the eyes and you know that the makeup trend that we will see in the in the fall and winter we're shying away from that for the spring and summer we're going a lot lighter but we're going heavier again like i said on the liner on the lash you know on the on the bronzer on the cheeks um your blush your lips something a little more fresh nobody wants like all that makeup on when it starts to get hot outside you get the sweat and you don't want piles of makeup coming off you don't want piles of makeup coming <laughs> off. And I'm going to tell you, um, Macy's has some really incredible brands for that. I mean, from Bobby Brown to Dior. Brows. Brows are going a little fluffier now. We're not doing, you know, that really thin brow anymore. It's going a little fluffier, a little lighter. And Anastasia of Beverly Hills, you can find in Macy's. That's my go-to for the perfect brow. Oh, my God. Me too. The brow is? Yes. The brow it's the best thing ever. The best. And then I need, see, so mine gets a little unruly. So I need like the brow gel. So it could just. That brow gel. Yep. And I like it because it doesn't look cakey. 
Do they have anything for us older gals? Because I just found two gray hairs on my eyebrows. So can y'all have? Yeah. Macy's, please. So their, their brow kit that they have gives excellent coverage. So I have really thin brows. Like I don't, I don't have a lot of, I don't have heavy density in my brows. They're really thin. And dip it in that little powder and it, it gives you a lot of coverage. So it would definitely cover up them little, probably one or two little gray sprigs you're talking about. And I love spot concealer or spot spotty. I call it spotty. Where you just use your concealer and you just literally dab on your dark spots, your dark blemishes while you're working on them. Because we don't want to just continue to always just cover them up. We want to work on them as well. So always, you know, always go and consult with your, your esthetician or your beauty professionals at Macy's about the proper skincare and lightening serums to help your dark spots. But in the meantime, get those. I use the, and I've mentioned this before, I use the concealer kit that they sell at MAC, which you can also buy at Macy's. And I literally just do spot treatments um, yeah. on my blemishes. I love that the trend is going back to lighter. I feel like we got uh, way out of control with everyone. Being it's so, so crazy. Everybody looks alike. I mean, when you go out, everybody looks the exact same. There's a frontal with a finger wave sitting on your forehead and a, a lash from here to heaven and highlighter like I mean it's crazy to everybody looks the exact same so I feel like as we're going into these new spring and summer trends with makeup and I heard you guys talking about uh, the whole BBL thing that's going away I feel like we're about to find our new or we're about to go back to our original identities you know what I mean mm. which is a plus for all of us it's a plus for all of us because it's, it's gotten ridiculous we're gonna see who's really pretty out in these streets they still going to be enhancing and doing stuff like that because they ain't never say the, the surgery went away. They said the BBL. <laughs> so. I, I, I'm not against enhancing. I, I'm a fan of Botox. I'm a fan of fillers. I don't have a lot. Thank God. I don't have to yet. Uh, but if I had to, make no mistakes about it, I'm going to go right over there and I'm going to get my face. I'm going to get it filled in wherever I have to. But when it comes to making major, major alterations to where you are unrecognizable, I think that's a bit of a concern. Mm -hmm. and, and to keep that up, though, it's got to do something to you mentally when you constantly know that my real face is not good enough. I have to do all this stuff. And then once you start it, you have to keep on going. You have to yeah. keep on that stuff. So I'm glad that we're going back to the, the early 2000s and the late 90s when you watch music videos. All the girls look different and they were so beautiful and there was minimal yeah. makeup. And I love that that look is coming back. Well, hopefully mm -hmm. it's here to stay. We did see Paris Fashion Week, a lot of the Fashion Weeks, everything wrapped up, right? But there were some people that got talked about in different situations. Now, I know that there was an instance where I believe it was Zendaya who was sitting front row and center, and next to her, both seats were taken, and people had questioned the stylist. And should the stylist be able to sit front row with the person that they're dressing or whatever the case when it comes to fashion week and stuff like that. So how difficult do you think it is on both sides for the artist or the celebrity who has a relationship with the stylist, but they also are that celebrity, you know, the stylist is getting paid. What do you think? How difficult can it be just being a celebrity stylist, having to, be put in a certain light, but maybe not even being put there because you're overshadowed by who you're working with. The thing is, when you are a celebrity and you're also a celebrity stylist, it gets tricky. And, you know, we all know this game, not even just in the fashion industry, in the entertainment industry, in the workplace. 
the politics of it all, you know? I think it comes a time when, you know, you have to you have to really figure out, okay, which side do I want to play in? Because there are going to be times where you're not going to feel respected and you're not going to feel celebrated as you should be being the mastermind behind the person that you help create their celebrity, you know, and, and you're going to feel left in the shadows. And then that can start to take a toll on your mental. And I think that is where the whole stylist fatigue or artist fatigue comes from. And I think you come to that, you come to that point in your journey where you say, okay, I need to pick and choose because I can't compromise my mental health um, because of the politics that is associated with being a celebrity and then me being a celebrity stylist. I think it's, I, I definitely think that it's a challenge. And and having been, you know, once when I was in the beauty industry for over over 20 years, you get burnt out, especially when you are a stylist or an artist of color. And this, this isn't just about fashion stylists, this is hairstylists, this is makeup artists. Mm-hmm. You are always only good enough to take a back seat when you are in fact one of the ones that were a part of the creation. You were one of the ones who helped bring this masterpiece together and it was a collaborative effort. And nobody's saying that, you know, oh, in every moment I want to be acknowledged or anything, but but I do think that you should be recognized and you should be respected, especially when you have, you know, made the strides and had the accomplishments of some of our mainstream, you know, big name stylists, hairstylists, celebrity stylists, and makeup artists. Yeah, because you saw La Roach. La Roach has announced that he's retiring from being a celebrity stylist, but not leaving the fashion industry. I think La Roach has done an incredible job of building his name and creating his legacy at this point. I think he will always be one of the authorities when it comes to fashion and when it comes to fashion styling. So I don't think that he has to necessarily continue to style celebrities. I think if he just chooses to, he can. But there's so much that that I think Law is now able to go and do and have the time to do. Like be, you know, working for Vogue magazine, British Vogue, Harper's Bazaar, you name it, you know, being the the go-to person for, you know, what's next to hit the runway, being the one to sign up. Andre Leon Talley for a very long time was a stylist. And then he got away from there. I was like, listen, I'm much more than just that. And he became one of our most decorated and prominent fixtures in fashion. And I really do think that Law Roach has that exact same potential, if, if not already there. So has there ever been a situation where, because like, and in, in, in with this, with Law Roach, they're saying that it was because of that Vanity Fair party, which has everybody talking. We know uh, they talked about Sierra because they said she didn't have on enough clothes for a mother and a wife or whatever the case. Then uh, Law Roach said that the sixth person that he was supposed to style for the Vanity Fair after party was an issue. Now, everybody else was fine. It was Kerry Washington, Meg Thee Stallion, a few other people. But this last one is where he was like, this is it. So have you had any, like, stylist fatigue or anything that's made you? Because think about that. You have a career full of dressing these people and and making statements and this one particular person got you to be like all right i ain't doing this no more like have you ever yeah. been there no and i want to tell you i have a lot of friends that are fashion stylists that work with a-list celebrities so i i get it i've all i hear their frustration when I was a hairstylist, I purposely said that I would not be a celebrity stylist. People used to call me a celebrity stylist. 
I had done some celebrities early on in my career, but I learned early on that that is not something that I wanted to do. For that reason alone, I remember one time I'll share a story. I won't mention the person's name, but I, I got mention, called from the mention, salon. Mention. No, I won't do that. I got called from the salon. They begged me. It was like, oh my God, so-and-so needs a hairstylist. So, you know, I rearranged my schedule and I went. The person was extremely rude. And so they're there with their makeup artist and they're, you know, they're, we're in the trailer. I'm doing her hair and her makeup artist is there. They're just talking and, and literally the whole time, not talking to me, not acknowledging me or anything. And that is like, oh my God, remember, I remember when so-and-so did my hair. Like, oh my God, I just loved it. And I, I mean, it was just totally, it was just rude. And I was like, girl, I don't think you know what's going to happen. As soon as she left and went to set to go shoot the first scene or whatever, I packed my stuff and I left. Then they <laughs> reached out like, you're not coming back? I was like, no. I was like, no, I came as a favor to somebody. I don't deal with this. I do corporate professionals. I do my hot girls in Atlanta. Like, you know, I do the D-boys girl hair. Like, my coins was always coming in. I was not going to subject myself to that type of treatment. And I knew then that me being a hairstylist that catered to celebrities, that was not gonna be my ministry at all. I then later became a, and I always, I taught my stylists to be the celebrated stylist, not a, celeb, not a celebrity stylist. And that worked, and that worked for me. I have mixed feelings about the whole celebrity stylist thing. And here's why. Um, so I think some people are in it for the wrong reasons. Like if you're in it so you can be famous, then I don't really want to hire you because it ends up not being about me as your client it ends up becoming about you outshining your client. And I, I remember I had a person that was, uh, I, I had, was part of my, you know, glam team and he made it very clear that he wanted to be a star and this ain't really what he want to do. And I'm like, well, I don't want to have someone working for me that this ain't really wow. what you want to do that you don't love. You mm -hmm. making me feel like I'm just a placeholder until you get what you really want. I want people that love doing hair, love doing makeup, love doing That's wardrobe, it. not love the attention. Because yes. honestly, the team is supposed to be in the background and put the celebrity out there and get them. And if they become famous because they're so amazing, then more power to them. I love that. That's it. That's their motive it. is going there to be, to be lit like that? Nah, it's not. It's, it usually doesn't work out. Yeah, I think they get it backwards. It's like they want attention to have an assignment opposed to allowing their assignment mm. to get them their attention. So if you just, if you work in your purpose and you do what it is that you love to do, what you've been called here to do, all the rest of it comes. Facts. You will be rewarded. You, you're, you will get the fruits of your labor. And a lot of these people, and you know, a lot of this stuff started with this social media era. I'm going to tell you, they messed the game up. A lot of these hairstylists, makeup artists, they messed the game up. They started doing stuff for free for a shout out. On, yeah. I'm like, what? Attention. So when you, got the, when you got the real ones, they got a real skill set that know they craft and it's the owner of their craft and the authority of their craft, you know, ain't no work for them no more because you got this one and that one and this one just want to be Instagram famous and doing stuff for $5 because they want to be a star. They want to be a celebrity. It's like, 
Get out of here. And celebrities don't like to pay for nothing, so they're going to take advantage of the person that may be not as good, but they're going to do it for free. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it, you're right. It's 100%. totally messed the game up. And it's that oh, clout, oh, clout thing, because think about it. That's why the stylist now wants to sit front row. Because before, you weren't sitting front row. It was always the artists or the celebrities. You was cool with being in the background, but because now you know this is going to be on Instagram mm-hmm. and everybody sees you not sitting up front, now you're like, well, I got to sit up front because I'm so-and-so and so. And it's like, I was listening to a Drake song the other day and he was saying about his friends, he was like, you cannot sit here beside me. Don't you see Riri right next to me? And when I thought about it, I was like, yo, that's true. If he's sitting next to Rihanna, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kanye, where you think the homeboy sit? The homeboy ain't got no seat. You standing yeah. out there, fam. You happy to be with Drake, Instant. like, and that's how it should be. Like you're, like you said, you did this because you love doing here. You did this because you love styling people. You love to see people walk walk in certain garments. So when did you become the person that we had to be focused on? Well, and Miss Lawrence, I got to to your credit, I'm going to say this: you, you're talented, of course, but you got on because people like your personality, and they wanted to put you on television. You weren't operating from a hungry, thirsty place. Where yeah. I, I, I don't met stylists that did one celebrity, and then they are jerks oh, to everybody else. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Thank you, Claudia, for acknowledging that. I, I tell people all the time, I got to where I am so far and I have a long way to go, but I got to where I am so far because I mind my business and I did my work. And when I was introduced to the entertainment realm of, of, of my journey. I was just being a hairstylist and I love being, I love being the best hairstylist that I could be. And because of that, I was asked to come on a show and be the hairstylist to, you know, to this person or, you know, whatever. And, and because of that, I garnered attention from the viewers on the show. But again, just minding my business and just doing what I'm doing. You know what I mean? I didn't expect this. I didn't go after any of this. It all, it fell in my lap. So the, the takeaway that I always tell people is nurture and honor your gifts. Share your gifts. And you allow your towel to be greater than your title. Your towel meaning the work that you do. What you put into your craft, how you give back to others, that's your towel. And you allow that to crown you. And he's not lying because I'm going to give you one more flower. And <laughs> because of that, in that attitude, not only are a renowned celebrity stylist, you mm-hmm. have on a talk show, you're actually, actually now in movies as well. How's yeah. that yeah. for living in your purpose? Right. And then they, listen, the opportunity going to find you if you're doing it the right way. It gonna come, right. It's going to come get you. It's going to come find you. So stop being so thirsty out there, you celebrity stylists that think you're bigger than the artists that are hired to make pretty. Get out of here. Just relax and someone's going to see you. They're going to see your work. Well, thank you so much, Miss Lawrence. We always give you your flowers because you always hold it down for us here on the Undressing Room podcast. Okay. And uh, we want to shout out Macy's for making sure they keep us all fly and keep our makeup right and keep all that good stuff. You're glowing. So I want to make sure that I listen to some of your tips because I need to be glowing too. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not giving glow. I'm not giving spring glow, but it's coming. 
That's all right. It's all good. Miss Lines, let everybody know where they could find you, what you have coming up. Because somebody, I'm sure, is trying to run into you so they could give you a big hug. I don't know if you do hugs. I'm oh, hug. <laughs> I, oh, yes, I do. Man, hugs hugs mean a lot. Hugs mean a lot. A lot of people are scared of hugs. I'm not because I know I'm, I'm covering protected. But hugs mean you don't you don't know what you could do for somebody by offering them a hug. I, even just a right. smile. Even if you don't give a hug, offer somebody. And not to keep talking because I could talk a lot, y'all. But I've been <laughs> this guy. I met this. I was out eating at the where was I at? St. Regis. I, my friends were in town. Betty Smith and some other. We was all eating at St. Regis. The guy walks in. This is dude. He was by himself. And I was like, "Hello, how are you?" He looked like, "Hi, I'm good." And he was shocked. And I said, "You know." I'm in this season of just speaking to our brothers and sisters when they when we cross paths, whether I know you or not, just yeah. say hello. Yeah. Just smile and say hello. And do you know? I know who this. We know who this guy was when he left. The waitress, the waiter came back and he's like, "That man just covered y'all whole bill." And he told oh, me to tell you thank you. Oh, look like, at that. I'm telling you, like you, you just never, you just never know. But guys, um, you can find me on a. Uh, Social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, all that, Miss at Miss Lawrence, that's M-I-S-S Lawrence. And please, 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 um, Mother's Day weekend, I am officially a part of the Mary J. Blige Strength of a Woman Festival lineup. Thank yeah, you. I am I hosting, saw that. I yeah. saw that. That's what I was waiting for you to talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am hosting um, the Purpose Ball, Bridging the Gap. So it's the Purpose Ball, Bridging the Gap. And it is a part of my movement called Plated Purpose. And what that is designed to do is to bridge the gap between the Black straight community and the Black LGBTQ community. So this is one of the one of the events that we're doing. And I'm so grateful to Live Nation, to Pepsi, and to Gilead Science for um, allowing the, allowing these, allowing this bridge to kind of come together and this opportunity. So that is Mother's Day on May the 14th. Um, it'll be at the bank on Donnelly Hollowell. It's going to be so much fun. We're giving away over $60,000 in grand prizes. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever been to a ball, but they are fascinating. Yes. Uh, it's going to be great. If you guys want, if y'all want to come, I don't know if y'all are in town. Uh, I know it's Mother's Day, so I know it's a lot to ask, but it's going to be, it's going to be full of like celebrities <laughs> but everybody there with good and pure intentions that sounds fun i definitely want to go to events that definitely bridge the gap between the straights and the lbgt community i feel like it, we we ne- we need it now more than ever for real for real that's right and we will we'll be have in attendance we're gonna come to show you some love and we're also gonna go to macy's and get our gifts for mother's day because you know Macy's is going to hold down for the mamas, the grandmamas, the right. aunties, all that good stuff. So thank you so yes. much again, Miss Lawrence. And uh, I'm going to say hi to the next person I see in a restaurant because I like to eat. And I would Just smile. Them. Just say, hey, how you doing? That's it. Show Bye. each other some love. Yes. Show each other some grace. Bye. Thank you so much. We're going to see you next week, Miss Lawrence. Bye. All right. See y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, you know what time it is. It's all going down in L'Oreal's DMs. Yes, it is. And it's sponsored by Denny's at Denny's. It's diner time. What you got going on for us this week? What you got in those DMs? Who's well, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to blame you because for the longest <laughs> of time, I have been D-pick free. And by D-picks, I mean, of course, Denny's pictures. Like, it's diner time. Oh, my God. Now, all of a sudden, it's like D-pick week. It's like shark week on uh, Animal Planet. Ooh. 
So one time, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but quite some time ago, this person kept reaching out to me on Snapchat and they were sending me pictures of like this person. I'm like, who the hell is this person? And they're like, yeah, show your friend. I bet you she won't be too happy about this. So again, I'm opening it and I'm like, I don't know who the hell this is or whatever. Couldn't find out it was my homegirl's boyfriend. And then my homegirl at the time was like, nah, hold on. That's so-and-so. That's my, I bought him that. And I was like, oh, you're the friend they're talking about. So like my heart just skipped 10 beats and I just had to block them. But this person here, I thought it was hilarious. Hey there, I know you probably get weird questions like this a lot, but I noticed your profile and you have some absolutely stunning toes. I'm especially a fan of green and yellow polish, which I couldn't find. But nonetheless, your feet are gorgeous and obviously well taken care of. By any chance, are they ticklish? I'm dying to know. I thought this man was about to offer me some money for a damn picture and he asked me if my feet ticklish. Why don't you do, so you have nice feet? Claudia, we know you don't, okay? First of all, I had surgery. That's one surgery <laughs> that I will admit to. My scars are healing. Oh. oh, so it's okay for you to get surgery. I thought you was natural. I said on the butts. <laughs> <laughs> you should do OnlyFans. You can get a lot of money with that. There's a whole community that loves, like, you know, pretty toes. So I could have these guys sliding in my DMs every other day talking about, are you ticklish on your pinky toe? Just, don't, just have your assistant or somebody answer them. But you should get that bread, though. You can get like $30 a month for that. I'm just saying. I heard. $30 a month? What the hell am I going to so, do with no, $30? from each person. Times oh, like, like 50,000 people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of perfect oh, that, I might go, you know, I might slide. Can I post your feet and act like they mine? Um, I was actually going to, I, when I did the breakfast club, they, Charlamagne made me, um, open up my only, make a only fans and I'm supposed to be posting content. Cause I, I got like three subscribers. <laughs> so you didn't make any money is what you're telling me. $30, yeah, maybe 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah, so you got $30. Well, that, that works. And this other guy is offering to take me on a vacation. He said, Dominica, Jamaica, Bahamas, where are you trying to go? St. Lucia. And he said, I know you rap. Just marry me, and I'll rap, and I'll let you ghostwrite my stuff. I got to find you. So now he wants to put me to work and take me on vacation. Which one is it? Take the vacation first as payment and then ghost him. Yeah, he wants me to ghostwrite for him. So he wants me to be, he wants to be Drake, and he wants me to be the guy that wrote for Drake. How old is this guy? Um, is he like a 40-year-old trying to be a rapper? I don't know, because his face is covered in his avi, and his page is private. Okay, he's, No. Red well, flag. He's a SoundCloud rapper. Have you ever dated somebody that tried to be a rapper? Guys, or who's the rapper? I don't he remember. He was a struggle rapper, and he also was a fake Muslim and a fake vegan. Like, how are you a Muslim and vegan? You know how where to get the Molly? Like, I'm like, how do you even know where to get this? Well, Is that's vegan. Oh, Molly. Vegan? <laughs> oh. oh, I don't bad. know, but it doesn't come from animals, right? <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. You're supposed to be this. Peace, one with earth and clean. My body's my temple. And you over here buying damn near crack. Okay, what are we doing? Did you do it with him? No, I did not. But <laughs> <laughs> well, he was lying about his age and he was trying to be a rapper. Okay, I do remember this one. <laughs> yeah, he had the fake. You he had, found he out from his ID, right? Yeah. He he was, was I about he, everything was fake. The teeth were fake. The cheap, the, the cheekbones were fake. The, the, the name was fake. Um, the, the age was, I didn't know his name. I didn't know nothing about him. 
And he thought he had, well, he had a couple bars, but not really. How did you find out the truth other than the ID? Like that his name, well, I guess the ID too. My girl, one of my closest friends was pregnant and she had all these vivid dreams. And she's like, I had a dream. Is older than he really okay, does. Claudia. Okay. And then one day I, I asked God for a sign and then he dropped his wallet on my couch. I opened it up. I saw the license. And he was like lying about his age, about like nine, like eight years. So you pickpocketed him because your psychic <laughs> friend told you. I don't know. Because Dion Warwick called you. And told <laughs> this doesn't sound right. Cla- I know. When I broke up with him, I was I like, know what really happened. When I broke up with him, I go, bye, you 39 year old wannabe rapper. <laughs> Did you at least support his song? I mean, I played it on YouTube a couple times. <laughs> All right. And you know how to reach us. It goes down in the DMs. And it's sponsored by Denny's. Craving breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or anything in between. Well, at Denny's, it's diner time. I'm putting my clothes back on because you are crazy <laughs> as hell. I don't want to be undressed no more. I want to get dressed. <laughs> I want to get dressed. Y'all know who y'all <laughs> Y'all are listening to the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. If you want to slide in my or Claudia's DMs, that's super easy. Slide in mine at Starring L'Oreal, S-T-A-R-R-I-N-G-L-O-R-E-L. Claudia, how about yourself? Oh, hit me up at Claudia Jordan on everything. And um, hey, send me the most wildest DMs you can send me so I can have something to read next week. I'm, I'm asking, calling all stalkers and weirdos. Please slide in my DMs and give me some good material. Thank you I need much. something good. I want to laugh. Like, I, it's something like us. Yeah, the best one I always go back to is the dude that sung and serenaded me. It's like nobody's been able to top him. And I feel like I should have gave him a call. I feel like I should have gave him a call. But I deleted the DM. So if you're listening to this, because I know, you know, make another account. Because I probably blocked you. <laughs> Slide in the DMs. Now, if you can't hit my DM because I blocked you on all accounts, wow. then slide into, because you know how you could block those and the account state. Slide in my DMs. Slide in Claudia's DM. I love that. I think that's perfect. Let's go on over to Macy's. You're going to meet me there. I love Macy's and I need some clothes for my 50th birthday. For my, I need some beautiful bathing suits and some cover-ups. So we need to go over there. Yeah, and I got to get you a gift. So that's perfect. Macy's, we on our way. We're out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Unjust and Run podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.